Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Look at My Records on Radio Free Brooklyn. Gave you a bunch of new tunes to kick off the show. Three new singles just released this week by three of my favorite Brooklyn artists. Where Have You Gone by Atlas Engine just dropped literally two days ago. Everything by J.W. Francis also literally just dropped three days ago. And what a time to be alive, color collage, I guess dropped four days ago. So I hope you enjoyed that right now here with Swood of Mount Sharp. How are you today? I'm good. I love the Sarah combination of first and last name because I also have another friend named Sarah who does that. And I feel like I also knew another Sarah who did that. There's just so many Sarahs out there. It's a thing with Sarahs, I guess, because my friend Sarah Wexler, I wonder if she's listening, probably not, but her name is, we, we called her Swex, Swood, so kind of similar. Yeah, that's a good vibe. Yeah. Do you guys have meetings about that, possibly? <laughs> I think we probably all fight over emails. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> but this is a really exciting time for Mount Sharp. You put out an EP back in 2014 and now six years later putting out a full-length record tell me about it what inspired you to revisit the project what happened in between these six years basically lots happened personally I mean we put that record out um, it was a different uh, set of folks in the band it was me and Brian who's still in the band he plays guitar Uh, And then our friends Jeremiah and Maya played drums on that. And uh, our friend Ryan, who now lives in Minnesota, lived on bass, or lived on bass, (laughs) lives in Minnesota, and he played the bass. Um, And so since then, we've uh, got a new drummer and a new bass player, and they got all in the band. And we had some songs that we had worked on with different formations, and so it was all getting everyone comfortable uh, with the new lineup and feeling like they were our songs. Um, And then the recording process just takes a long time when you're not a full-time musician. Yeah, totally. And everyone kept having babies, so... Ah, children getting in the way, but maybe inspiring some of the music, who knows? Yeah, maybe. It is is curious to me because, you know, I, I really like the first EP and listening to That Shadow is the name of the new record, which will be out on February 21st via Dad Stash Records, great label name. They do sound different, definitely, which is normal for the evolution of a band. But I'm curious, because of the time between releases and the different lineup, did you ever consider maybe starting a new project with these this new batch of songs? Why did you decide to continue the Mount Sharp story? Uh, I think because it was it was completely continuous for us. Um, I don't think that we ever went more than a month without practicing as a group, even as oh, people wow. changed. Yeah. Um, so it was like a, it was a slow process to get to the point where we felt like we could record because uh, of all of the changes and, you know, uh, four different babies being born <laughs> to three band members. Um, but yeah, it, it was always Mount Sharp from beginning to end. Um, and I think it, it's been sort of the same, I think it's coming from the same core feeling and place for me anyway. And it didn't feel like there there was ever any abrupt change. Maybe just like personal evolution for all of us. Interesting. And listening to the two records, this record definitely sounds, the songs sound poppier, I'd say. And a little, the songwriting is definitely different in that respect. What would you say influenced the evolution in your songwriting between 2014 and now? Uh, I, probably the main thing is uh, maybe a little bit more self-awareness about my own depression, where I think the, the previous step was like very, very dark. And I think there's something interesting about being a songwriter where you're in a bad space and you're writing something and you come back and you play it a couple years later and it feels totally different to you um, because it's almost like self-therapy, if that's like not too self-indulgent a way of thinking about it. But um I don't know. My life has changed a lot in the last of six course. years. Um, I like feel like I know who I am and what I'm doing with myself in a way that I had like no idea when we were writing Weird Fears, uh, or not. Yeah, Weird Fears. Um, that was mostly like right after I'd moved to New York. It's like working in a pickle factory, <laughs> like uh, <laughs> barely making any money, 
um, and just like the beginning of falling in love. And I think I've, it's just been more of a like, oh yeah, this is like a 30-year-old's record. And the other one was a 20-year-old's record. Yeah, when you look back on the first EP, what do you think reflecting comparing it to this new record? I don't know. I think there's, there's like, it's a lot more raw to me. And I think we spent a lot more time working on the arrangements and trying different things out. Um, and on that first record, there's a lot of things that we that are sort of like I, I would think of affectionately as pretty slapdash. Um, and like once we figured it out, we really only played it one way. Um, and there are certain choices that we made on that record that I don't think we would make now. Uh, and trying to make the new record feel a lot more like how we feel live. Uh, and I think that we did some things to you know try interesting recording things out, like especially on Icarus, on Weird Fears, sounds completely different now with how we play it live. Yeah, and I always find this really interesting in speaking with musicians that maybe have a lot of time to write and record a record, either because of different life events. What do you think are some of the benefits of having more time reco- for to record and write the record as compared to maybe your first EP, where you said it was more slapdash and maybe you went right into the studio to do it? Yeah, I mean... I mostly have, at this point, have honestly thought about the cons, which is I'm like a very <laughs> self-critical person. So it's like, with that amount of time, you can you can try and get things exactly how you want, yeah. but it gives you a lot more time to second guess yourself too. Um, and like, I definitely thank like everyone in the band for being like, no, you were right the first time, stop changing things, <laughs> um, which I'm definitely prone to do. But I, I think the, the biggest thing, for me, it's just having the time to play the songs together a lot and have them settle into what they are before we recorded them um, and having a chance to play some of them live, too. Um, I think that we ended up making I think we felt very solid about the majority of the songs going into recording and like we had tried different things out and that they felt lived in um, by the time it got to that place. And then we spent a lot of time finishing it up and being able to make all the tweaks that we want because our friend Brian Senderwitz was producing it. And so we had like total flexibility to just go to his house on Long Island and try some new stuff out or send him some files and keep tweaking it forever, which is definitely part of the reason it took so long. No deadlines. <laughs> so you, <laughs> very cool. And Mount Sharp, you've released two singles from this album, which will be out next week, basically. And Ordinary and Apostate, what can people expect from the rest of the record as far as sound-wise? A lot of the descriptions and from me listening to it say the fuzz of Dinosaur Jr. meets Fleetwood Mac, which is a really <laughs> interesting marriage of sounds. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's it's definitely, it feels more, more varied to me. I think we like have things that go like hard and fast one of which you will hear today uh, that's going to be coming out with a record next week and I think that we also had like the ability to do a a whole variety and with a full length uh, have time to sort of explore some I think like more epic swelling options than in the past where we were just sort of like three minutes hit it hard and then bounce out Um, we still have a couple of those on the record but uh, we were playing around with more Uh, more epic thoughts, I think, on this one. Excellent. And how about your new rhythm section compared to the first record? I know, I guess, the other two members left because of life moving away. How has this new rhythm section uh, impacted your recorded output on this record? Uh, So our new, well, I mean, I call them new, but it's been like three years. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Drummer Sal... Uh, and bass player uh, JPK, uh, Jonathan Pilkington. <laughs> I just call him JPK because I've always called him JPK. Um, I mean, we've been friends with them for forever. So it always felt very natural for them to come in and play. And like they had been coming to our shows and we have like seen all of their bands and they had played together. So I don't know. It, it all came together like really well. Our old player or old bass player, Ryan, um, had like an extremely unique bass sound which you can hear on the weird fears record like he's really like very similar to brian like the bass version of wall of sound uh he had a rolling suitcase uh that was full of all his pedals (laughs) that he like dragged across new york until the wheels like shaved off to nothing and then it was just like you're literally dragging a box 
Um, and <laughs> I've never seen a bass player with a box full of pedals. Usually yeah. two max, I feel. No, our, our <laughs> JPK, uh, I think, based on being in this band, has one pedal now. But he did not have any pedals for like a year. Yeah. Um, so that was definitely a huge change where Ryan was an audio engineer. And like he, I think, had a very distinct sound and things that he were he was going for and he would go into higher registers and jpk is more like i mean he plays stand-up bass bowed on one of the songs he's like coming from a more traditional jazz background so he's like a little bit on the lower end um and still really melodic but you can definitely tell that he comes from like that jazzier background um and then sal is just like the heart of the band straight like he's like <laughs> it's like pushing straight through um it's i think it, it gives it a different kind of energy, but it, it all still feels like very natural to me. I mean, maybe it's just been such a slow change that it's harder for me to notice. Um, but yeah, I think I think the main the main difference is it's sort of like it's anchored lower, it feels really solid. Um, and there's I think a little bit more um, I don't know, less wall of sound and more melodic um, Definitely. in the balance. I can I can hear that for sure. The record is very melodic and I like it a lot. So I can't wait for everyone to hear it. I'm sure you've all enjoyed the two singles that have been out, Apostate and Ordinary, which are also right next to each other on the record. <laughs> so you will hear them back to back when you buy that <laughs> that shadow from Dad Stash Records. You can get your pre-orders in now. Let's play Apostate, and then you're going to play two songs with your acoustic guitar here. What songs are you going to play? Uh, I'm going to play stuff from Weird Fears. I'm going to play Skin and Crazy Eyes. Awesome. Tell us a little bit about those songs. Oh, man. Skin is actually a song that I started writing when I was living in Maine and moving to New York uh, and finished when I moved to New York, and then we recorded it on that album. Um, and so to me, it was really about... I think it, it comes from a space of like feeling unmoored, um, although it's 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 getting harder and harder for me to identify with the emotions that bore it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For um, sure, yeah. And then Crazy Eyes is a song that I wrote uh, right after I had moved in with Brian uh, in Gowanus, uh, and he was hooking up with someone who was <laughs> difficult. <laughs> that was I, a, love, I love a good straightforward story with this yeah, song. Yeah, it was a... <laughs> luckily, uh, she had a, a time limit on life in New York, uh, and so ended up, I think think she had an internship or something so like there was a natural end point uh for him to benefit from that's uh, great so that's great summer Brian. summer flings uh mostly there, there are a couple of, of songs in the old era of me making fun of brian's single <laughs> life days <laughs> affectionately love you brian <laughs> that's awesome uh do you do you play these songs these older songs differently now or do you do you just kind of stick with how they were recorded or I think the arrangement is slightly different in yeah. the in the rhythm rhythm section, but really nothing for me. Um, these two in particular haven't changed a lot. I think the one that's changed from the old record to how we play it now most is probably Icarus, and then Turing also has like a little bit of a different vibe. Clive, very cool, and we can't wait. What a treat to have Swood from Mount Sharp playing two songs live here on the Look at My Records program on Radio Free Brooklyn. So we're going to start out with the first single from That Shadow, Apostate. You'll play those two songs, and then we'll wrap it up with a unreleased song, Sometimes I Know. So this is your first time hearing it, everyone in the world out there. And if you like what you hear, which I know you will, you can pre-order the record on vinyl and or cassette tape. I would highly encourage and, though. <laughs> It's good to have multiple forms of physical media. You can order it via Dad Stash Records. The record's out on February 21st. And then the next day, you're playing at the gutter for the release show, right? Yeah. Can't wait. All right. Here's a pause date.
Could pin the moment down on fly paper, spread its wings so wide. Oh, how unlike the moment resolve left her, and I could mount it on a wall. Save it in a cigar box. Where I could hide it, I could hide it. Whoa, oh, oh, paper once was skin, stretched out and pounded thin. Dip your knife in ink, you gotta cut it in. How else will I know it's a sin? I built you a glass terrarium, and I let moss block out the sun. I catalog your growing delirium. You know my flash kills better, better than any gun. 
And I could mount it on a wall Or save it in a cigar box Or I could hide it, I could hide it Whoa-oh-oh-oh Stretch me out, pound me thin Dip your knife, you think you gotta cut it in How else will I know it's a sin? you hear something strange is happening in between your ears I see in your eyes you got some weird fears causing you to act away beneath your years Crazy sex turns into crazy text. Get a restraining order. I hear that's what it takes. Get you to move on to who's next. Cause in the future, your legs will look damn fine. And I am under the undue influence of shitty red wine. And you pull me across the line. Always at your place, never at mine Cause you got crazy eyes When you trick me back to your place the tires on my bike paint regret all over your face but your eyes show what your thoughts are really like I enjoy making dumb mistakes right until crazy sex Turns into crazy text, get a restraining order. I hear that's all it takes. Get you to move on, who's next? Cause in the future your legs will look goddamn fine. And someone will be under the under influence of shitty red wine. You'll pull them across the line. Now be their problem, not mine. Cause you got crazy eyes. That was awesome. Thank you so much, Twood. And now. We're going to play Sometimes I Know from 
Mount Sharp's forthcoming album, Out 221 on Dad Stash Records. We'll be back. listening to look at my records on radio free brooklyn community radio broadcast from the bushwick section of brooklyn radio free brooklyn is a 501c3 nonprofit organization whose mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy education and free expression we rely primarily on donations from listeners like you so if you'd like to support our mission You can make a one-time donation or monthly pledge at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. No donation is too big or too small. And again, we are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, so your contribution is tax-deductible to the fullest extent of the law. Again, that is RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. While you're there, you can sign up for our newsletter to be in the know about new programming, upcoming RFB events, interviews, ticket giveaways, special offers on RFB swag, and more. Sign right up, radiofreebrooklyn.org slash newsletter. And if you're listening on the internet, you could also take RFB with you on the go via our Apple and Android apps. You can download them at radiofreebrooklyn.org slash iPhone, radiofreebrooklyn.org slash Android for the Android app. Finally, after more than a year of dreaming, researching, experimenting, late night conference calls, and early Saturday morning meetings, the Me team is happy and proud to present to you the Me bottle. This double insulated reusable stainless steel bottle disinfects water in a 60 second cycle, utilizing UVC LED technology 
and is 99.9% .9 effective against E. coli. A single charge via micro USB lasts up to 30 days, and the bright LED display lets you know when water is ready to drink. Join us in bringing clean water to all. Raise your bottle and drink to you and me. Find out more at mebottle.com. Help! I need somebody. Help! Not just anybody. Help! You know I need someone. We need your help. Radio Free Brooklyn is turning five years old. Our Drive to Five campaign needs to raise $25,000 to help us continue to bring you the programming you love and become more self-sustaining. Several artists have created custom t-shirt designs for the drive, including our own Lisa Levy, host of Dr. Lisa Gives a Shit, Japanese etching artist Mitoshige Nishiwaki, and former manager of The Clash, Cosmo Vinyl. To get yours, take our online quiz or give a small donation at RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash Drive to Five. We're back. Mount Sharp. What a fun episode this has been. Swood treating us to two acoustic tracks live from Mount Sharp's 2014 EP, Weird Fears. And you just heard a unreleased song, Sometimes I Know, which will appear on Mount Sharp's very, very soon-to-be-released first length album it's out on february 21st via dad stash records you can pre-order it right now via dadstashrecords.com it's available on cassette and vinyl lp can't wait for this album to drop and mount sharp will be playing and celebrating the release of this album on february 22nd at the gutter who else is playing that show uh, I need to look at the list because I have like cheese brain memory. The other important thing that I was holding in my brain that took up all the other space. Take it out. Let it is out. Is that uh, you may also see a video for sometimes I know maybe maybe next week. Oh my goodness. And there's already a video for apostate, which is great. Yeah. I've watched it. It's a wonderful video. I love videos. I'm glad bands still make videos. <laughs> Thank you for making a video. We made a video for Ordinary 2 that's a, like a stop-motion um, lyric illustration video that uh, took like 12 hours of just writing and shooting, and then Brian edited it. Wow. So you can check that out, too. And I got the lineup for the show on February 22nd, Righteous Bucks, Shadow Monster, and Record High at the gutter in Greenpoint. You can ball before the show. What more can you ask for? Nothing. Great music, bowling. They have bar food there too, I think. So it's we're a great have spot. Some, yeah, we're gonna have some new totes. Uh, oh yeah! Fingers crossed, a limited edition T-shirt. Hell yeah! So much good Mount Sharp stuff going on. But let's keep the show going. We're gonna play some records that you picked from my record collection because this is look at my records. Starting with Painful by Yola Tenga. The album that, in my opinion, really when they kind of went from a indie rock college radio band to a, whoa, this is like a legendary band where they really started the evolution and hit their stride. And you pick Nowhere Near. Beautiful, beautiful song. Love the like organ on that song. Yeah, as well. totally. Why'd you pick that song? Uh, I guess, you know, there's so many Latinko songs that I love and like that I hold like really dear to my heart. And that's one where it's just, I think it's the one that's from all the times that I've seen them live, which like I can't even keep track of now. That's the performance that like stuck in my mind the most. It was just sort of like that feeling of like the world dropping from around you. Yeah. It's a really powerful it. Georgia sung song for sure. She has a really great voice. It really touches me when I hear Georgia sing. It's very soft and beautiful. Yeah, I love Georgia. Um, I think actually the first time anyone said anything about my music, which was my high school band, which shall go unnamed so no one can find it, <laughs> they, uh, they called my voice uh, Georgia Hubley-esque. 
Uh, and I was like, oh, thank God. I could totally, I could totally hear that. And I was like, yes, any comparison to Yellow Tangle, I will take forever. Yeah. <laughs> I saw them in the Toronto airport a year and a half ago, and I was too nervous to say hi because it's a really small airport. But hi, Georgia <laughs> and Ira from me a year and a half ago. Yeah, in I would have found like, airport. No matter the amount of time, I would have used that entire time to have a mental breakdown about it. Like, there's no way. I would just have an anxiety attack. Yeah, they're they're out and about sometimes, so you could totally see them places. It's just a matter of having, hey, I love you. Yeah, you just got to look at the tour schedule, look at the Mets schedule, and then see if you can grab them there. Yeah, totally. You could see them. I've seen them out and about at like Robin Hitchcock shows too, different random shows. But I never say hi. Too nervous. (laughs) All right, (laughs) and then. What else would you like to hear? You picked four. I think we're going to have time for two. Uh, let's see. I picked Atlas Sound. and uh, well, Let's do Atlas Sound. I feel like that's okay, a deeper cool. cut than uh, the one that you won't hear from Loveless. Cool. Atlas Sound. Awesome band. All right. Let's jump right in. This is Nowhere Near by Yola Tango. You're listening to Mount Sharp's Picks on Look at My Records on Radio Free Brooklyn. Thank you. 
welcome back to Look at My Records. We heard our Mount Sharp and Look at My Records joint favorite band, Yola Tango. I think we both agreed our favorite band and Atlas Sand as well. Great picks. Thank you for selecting them. Thanks for having a great collection to select from. And thank you for being on the show. It was such a treat to have you. Thank you for performing two songs live beautifully. They sounded wonderful. The record, everyone, again, will be out on February 21st via Dad Stash Records. You can pre-order it via Dad Stash Records. Is it on Bandcamp as well? It is also on Bandcamp. And what's the Bandcamp address? Just slash Mount Sharp. Yes, you can also go to hellomountsharp.com, which will send you to all lovely places on the internet where we reside. All streaming services as well. You can hear Mount Sharp's 2014 EP and the first two singles from your brand new album on Spotify, Apple Music, all other sorts of places. And of course, the release show is on the very next day. The record comes out, Mount Sharp wasting no time celebrating. The next day, they will be at the gutter with Righteous Bucks. I'm interested in that band now, Righteous Bucks. That's a great name. Shadow Monster, who, if you're a regular listener of this program, you've heard them before because I've played them a bunch of times. They're awesome. And Record High. And again, that's at the gutter. Oh My Rockness says start time, 830. You can never trust that, though. Yeah. Just go to Facebook and find it. Mount Sharp. Any other parting words? We've got about one minute. Oh, God. Well, I think the parting words are, if you don't do well under pressure, like I do in this moment, it's all going to be okay. <laughs> it's totally going to be fine. We can't wait for Mount Sharp. You have also have a show in Portland, Maine. Do you, Maine, you were telling me where the band kind of started. Yeah, where uh, Brian, uh, our, our guitarist, and I met first uh, over a love of Korean tacos and dueling over a four-square mayorship. So <laughs> nice. <it's> very, <laughs> that's very, very specific friendship origin. <laughs> dueling over a four-square mayorship, that's very late aughts. During yes. the break, we were talking about a, a lot of late aught stuff, and that kind of just put a bow on it right there. Thank you so much, Swood, for being here. Guys, stay tuned. We've got Dunn's Son coming up next in the other studio. Fun show. And next week, I don't have a guest scheduled, so I'll probably just be playing a lot of local music. Mm-hmm.